Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, good morning. And as you can tell, uh, this is not Pastor Tom's voice. Uh, this is Pastor Alan Cheney actually sitting in uh, and filling in for Pastor Tom. Pastor Tom unfortunately had a little spill uh, out in his backyard a couple of weeks ago and uh, he actually broke a couple ribs and had some internal bleeding, sadly, but he is uh, on the mend. Um, but as you're probably full aware, our ribs take quite a while to heal and it's very painful to even breathe. And so uh, I told him that I would be uh, thrilled to be able to come in and fill in for him. And so I'm glad to be with you uh, today. And with this being the Christmas season, uh, I wanted to share with you a little bit about uh, what Advent is all about. Uh, Advent is just that period of four weeks uh, prior to Christmas as we kind of prepare ourselves for the coming celebration of Christmas. And I love uh, the whole idea of remembrance. All throughout the Old Testament, God is constantly uh, telling his people to remember, to remember, to remember. And I don't think we probably do that often enough these days. And so I love the whole concept of Advent, uh, helping us to remember uh, that which we should be celebrating um, at Christmas. And so uh, let's pray together. Let's pray for Pastor Tom that he will heal up quickly, and then we will get into our topic for this morning. Hello, uh, Father God, Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much uh, for this day. We thank you for your love for us, and we know uh, that you care about every intimate detail of our lives. And Lord, right now, we just want to lift up Pastor Tom. Lord, we pray that you would just help him to heal quickly, that those ribs uh, that were broken, that they would mend back together, and that he would have no lingering effects, um, and that he would return to full strength and health very, very quickly. And Lord, I also pray for all those that are listening uh, this morning. Lord, I know that there are probably many needs, many concerns that are heavy on the hearts of your people today. And again, we know that you care about every intimate detail of our lives. And so we thank you that we can lift these needs up to you and that uh, you have a perfect plan. And so we ask for your will to be done in each and every need that um, we are lifting up to you today. Lord, be with us as we look into your word, as we discuss for a few moments uh, the truth of Jesus coming at Christmas and what that means in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, like I said, uh, Christmas is a wonderful time. My wife absolutely is just loves every part of Christmas. She cannot wait for Thanksgiving to come because we kind of have a tradition in our house that Thanksgiving marks the beginning of decorating for Christmas. And so this Thanksgiving, as always, the lights went up inside and outside of the house. Uh, the Christmas trees, yes, two trees this year, uh, went up and all of the associated decorating that went along with that. And of course, one of the main themes that we always see around our homes and businesses at Christmas is lights. And lights are awesome. I love lights. I like to look at them. I don't like to put them up personally. Because every time I do, even when I test them beforehand, when I then go to actually put them on the house and turn them on later, they don't work. So I have this love-hate relationship with Christmas lights. Maybe some of you guys can identify with that uh, out there. Um, but once they're up, and thankfully I have my adult son, Mark, um, who now comes and helps me uh, every year put up those lights. And I am so thankful for him and my uh, daughter-in-law, Gabby, uh, she came and helped us this year as well, which was a real blessing. And so uh, light is just one of those aspects of the character of Jesus that we celebrate at Christmas. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because light is a major theme of Jesus' life. In fact, in John chapter 1, um, right at the beginning of John's gospel, 
we are told that in the beginning, the word already existed. He was with God and he was God. He was in the beginning with God. He created everything there is. Nothing exists that he didn't make. Life itself was in him. And this life gives light to everyone. The light shines through the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. So right at the beginning of John's gospel, Jesus is identified as the light. And trying to live in the dark, (laughs) well, that can be from embarrassing to life-threatening. For example, at the end of their first date, there was a young man that takes the young lady back to her house and they were standing on the front porch and feeling the night went well with an air of confidence. He leans with his hand against the wall near her front door and smiling, he says to her, So how about a good night kiss? Well, embarrassed, she replies, Oh, I couldn't do that. My parents will see us. Oh, come on. Who's going to see us at this hour? No, please. I would just die of embarrassment if someone saw us. Oh, come on. There's nobody around. They're all sleeping. No way. It's just too risky. Oh, please, please. I really like you. Well, I like you too, but I just can't. Please, just a small peck. No, no, I just can't. Please. And as he's still standing up against the wall of the house, all of a sudden, the porch light goes on. And the girl's little sister is standing at the door in her pajamas. And in a sleepy voice, she says, Dad says to go ahead and give him a kiss. Or I can do it. Or if need be, he'll come down himself and do it. But for crying out loud, tell him to take his hand off the intercom button. (laughs) Now, I don't think I would be that gracious as a father of a daughter if I was hearing this over the house intercom. But you get the point. Walking around in the dark is, again, from embarrassing to life-threatening. And the good news of Christmas is that Jesus came to bring us light. He came to be that light in our lives so that we don't have to stumble around in the darkness. And so what I thought we'd do for today and then follow up a little bit more tomorrow is talk about some of those very practical aspects of what does that mean that Jesus is the light? What is this that we celebrate the light of Christmas being Jesus Christ? Well, the first thing that I think of is that Jesus came at Christmas to let us know what God is really like. Now, there's no doubt that the people of Israel in the Old Testament had different aspects and understood God's character in a certain way. But obviously, as we read through the Gospels, we see that they miss the point in many aspects. And Jesus came to be that God in the flesh so that we would know exactly and that we wouldn't be confused. We wouldn't have to stumble around wondering what God is like that we would know. In fact, John 12, 46 says, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the darkness. That is the point of Jesus. John 14, 9 says, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. And so point blank, Jesus says, I am here so that you will know what God is like, so that you don't have to be afraid of God. And I love the fact that Jesus came to earth as a baby. I love that visual because who's afraid of a baby? And God didn't want us to be afraid of him. And so he sent Jesus at Christmas in the form of a baby so that we would know exactly what God is really like. Colossians 1.15 says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. 
And so when we read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we see the way Jesus interacts with his disciples and how he interacts with with the Pharisee like Nicodemus or, or the tax collector Zacchaeus, we get to see point blank the character of who God really is. We get to see that unconditional love, his grace and his mercy expressed in his relationships with the people that he encounters. And so not only did Jesus come at Christmas to be the light of our lives so that we will know exactly what God is really like, Jesus came at Christmas to also inform us of God's plan. Now, there were obviously people uh, who studied the Old Testament, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, religious leader, that they thought they knew. They thought they understood God's plan, uh, but they clearly saw it in a different way than Jesus came to reveal. And in John 18, 37, Jesus said, I came to bring truth to the world. Oh my goodness, how desperately do we need that truth today? I know I don't have to inform you of this, but it just seems more and more every day uh, we are seeing black is white, white is black, that there is no standard objective truth anymore. And how, what a time, what a time in the history, especially in, in at least my generation, how desperately we need this light, how much we need this truth. And Paul said in Ephesians 1, 9 through 11, God's secret plan has now been revealed to us. It is a plan centered on Christ, designed long ago according to his good pleasure, and this is his plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because of Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us from the beginning, and all things happened just as he decided long ago." Jesus came to reveal this plan that God has had from the very beginning, that those who would turn to Christ, that he would save them, that he would be the light, that they would not have to stumble around in the darkness. And Romans 5.8 says, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Jesus came to bring light in the form of informing us of God's plan that there was no way we were going to be righteous on our own. And no longer do we need to have to abide by the sacrificial system that Jesus was the once and for all perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world so that those who would put their faith and trust in Him once and for all, their sins would be forgiven. What an amazing thing for us to know and to celebrate at Christmas. And Ephesians 3.14 says, When I think of the wisdom, and scope of God's plan, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father. I would hope that this Christmas season, that that is what we would all take some time to do, to reflect on God's amazing plan of grace through Jesus Christ, and we would fall to our knees and thank Him for all He has done. In fact, let's do that right now. Heavenly Father, we do thank You that we can celebrate this another Christmas season. And we don't want to be distracted by all the cares of this world, but we want to focus on Jesus. We ask your Holy Spirit's help to do that this Christmas season. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it's been great being with you today. I'll be excited to be with you again tomorrow, and we'll continue to talk about this whole concept and topic of Jesus came to light up your life. Jesus came at Christmas to bring light into our world, to let us know what God is really like, 
to inform us of God's plan. God bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.